Okay, it has been a while. <laughs> a while. Uh, we apologize and thank you everyone who keeps listening. Uh, the end of 2020 whooped all of our asses. Um, but we're back. Um, it's not like 2021 has been any better, especially if you live in the states. You know what's going on. Um, if you, even if you don't live in the states, you know what's going on. It's been. Uh, we're like on season what seven of American politics, and so. It's been kind of crazy, but we are back. Um, welcome back to the Commenter Podcast, where we talk about whatever we want. Music, music, movies, food, television. I don't know. What else? The seven wonders <laughs> of the world. <laughs> you Ancient think about it? <laughs> Please, that racist bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you can think about, we'll probably talk about it if we want to. Um, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Well, it's been a minute since we've done that. But yes, welcome, welcome back. Welcome, ladies. How are we? <laughs> um, a little tired, but I'm good. You know? mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing, nothing much happened. Nothing's changed since last year. So <laughs> <laughs> actually, well, I mean the Capitol did get stormed, but there, like, a lot has happened, nope. but it's like I'm just disassociating from it. Like I just don't want to. Yeah, 2021 yeah. is literally 2020 with a patch update. It's the same thing. <laughs> more extreme. It's just going to be more extreme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's but been, yeah, I'm good too. Yeah, it's been it's been chill. I don't even know if chill is the word anymore. It's been okay. <laughs> so today we're just going to do a general episode, catch you up on a little bit of life, tell you about some of our favorite things from 2020, because, you know, not everything was garbage in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. There was some, there was some bright moments there. Um, One of the reasons we uh, kind of fell off is because I had a COVID scare. Um, I got sick. Um, uh, And I did definitely think it was COVID. I didn't tell you guys about this, but I was literally having, I was panicking. I was panicking. Mm. I thought I was going to (laughs) die. It was bad because I just felt really guilty. I was like, what if I got COVID and then invited the girls over and then gave it to them? What if my brother gets sick? What if my mother gets sick? Like, it was really a bad, like, three or four days. And, like, I... Um, for those of you who don't know, I don't drink caffeine, right? Like none. I drink sparkling, um, ice waters and then bottles of water, and maybe sometimes soda. But other than that, I don't actually drink real caffeine. And so we ordered tea from the grocery store because I just wanted something warm because my throat was getting a little dry, a little itchy. I probably shouldn't have been riding in the car with the windows down, but my dog was there, so I digress. <laughs> and so, um. It wasn't, I felt like I was sick, but it wasn't a cold, but it wasn't a flu. Um, I was having post-nasal drip, but I didn't really know what that was because in my head it was like an IV drip, whatever. I mm-hmm. spent so much time Googling symptoms of COVID. And every time I would Google something, it was a symptom of COVID. And so <laughs> I was sitting in my room, like I quarantined myself off in my room. I brought my desktop, desktop in there. I would walk out of my room with the mask on. I would bleach everything down in the kitchen after I would use it. But I drank a cup of this tea, and it had caffeine in it. And I'm like, I should be fine. I was not fine. My body did not react well to the caffeine. My heart started racing. My legs started shaking. My calves started hurting. I literally thought I was having, like, the tremors that they say you have when you get COVID. And thought I was going to die. I did some really deep, dark, introspective, like, 
wormholes I was mad with my mother because I didn't feel like she actually cared if I was sick like she she wasn't I was panicking and she wasn't yeah and which is probably mm-hmm. on the on the brighter side a good thing but for me it just felt like she didn't care or she didn't she wasn't worried and I'm like but I could be dying right and so that was a lot and then my dog who has who's a dash hound who has back problems um he uh what is it got his back problems came back and mm-hmm. so then i was switching my day and night routine staying up to watch him and then school started again and i was like i don't did i take a break <laughs> was there a break you know and then you know of course my break ended with me being on my monthly devil cycle of a period so that was just it was a lot. The end of 2020 was a lot. And I mean, I have to be thankful that that was it for me. And it wasn't yeah. something more. But yeah, that is one of the reasons we kind of fell off the edge. I expect not to be as busy this semester. So hopefully we will have more. That's good. What class um, are you taking this semester? Oh, I'm taking project classes more than mm-hmm. anything. I'm taking um childhood and development. I'm taking my capstone where I'm coming up with a business plan basically for um, what I want to do in the future, which is probably open a Korean um language camp. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm taking a seminar class. I might have to do a presentation for that. And then I'm taking an apprenticeship, but I don't know if it's going to be an actual apprenticeship. It's probably going to be more like me working with my advisor on my capstone than anything else. That was the end of my 2020. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, I guess we can just jump into like our favorites. Do we want to just catch up on anything like what we're watching now? Oh, I would like to say I watched this super, super classic, well-known shoujo anime called Nana, right? And mm-hmm. like, it's it's very, very famous. And it's very like, oh, you must watch this type of anime. And I watched it. It wasn't, I mean, it was good, but, like, <laughs> more from a moral standpoint, there were things in that show I honestly could not agree with that I have to give it, like, a 6 or 5 out of 10. Like, it's it's good, but, like, you ever watch something that people, that's, like, old and people love and realize how problematic it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those situations. Like, there was, like, pedophilia and shit in there. And oh, was, like, no. Oh. Yeah. oh, no. But, yeah. <laughs> That was something else. I was sitting there the whole time, like, y'all are okay with this? This is awkward. <laughs> yeah, some of those. That's like how I feel about watching like okay dramas. Like, isn't Stairway to Heaven basically two people who are almost siblings falling in love? Like it's halfway incest. Like Stairway I mean, to Heaven. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. I watched the first episode <laughs> of that, and I was like, they're beating up children. They're oh my god, like, it, it's a lot happening. <laughs> very like telenovela vibes yeah it's like they're they were raised as siblings so they can't fall in love but they're gonna fall in love and it's like this whole taboo oh thing my. and i'm like yeah. <laughs> please stop yeah. incest 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 adjacent storylines can we please throw those away in 2021 <laughs> y'all this just popped in my head y'all remember um what was that disney show that had it got canceled because they were having incest vibes or something the canadian show yeah the one where the i know exactly what you're talking about because I, I was thinking about that too about. Wait. it's literally a show about like a nuclear family like um the mom has a daughter and the dad has a son and mm-hmm. another kid and they get married but like 
the step siblings like they have this weird vibe between them it's i can't remember what the show is called but i know it was a canadian disney show it was really oh, weird yeah. it was very very weird <laughs> and then by the end of it when things started getting really weird like they started like having not a love line but it was like almost like this creepy line yeah, they, the, the show was... got canceled <laughs> and everyone's like well that's it Oh, how did that even get? That's what I'm saying. How did that get cleared by Disney? We know (laughs) Disney was kind of wild back then, though. They were. Disney was putting out anything. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. We'll have to dive into that. Okay. (laughs) So I don't know if y'all remember, but I did a list of like random favorites we could talk about from 2020 in Mm -hmm. the Word document. So, first is your favorite 2020 song. Like, what got you through 2020? see um mine would be got sevens you calling my name do i currently want to fight them yes but we'll do that <laughs> we're gonna have to do a general pod a k-pop podcast at the beginning of this year because um i love got seven but i definitely want to fight them after all the shit they just put us through um but you calling my name was definitely one of my favorite 2020 songs it was just like it was the pop-off that i never knew i needed but it was like great and amazing and it will just go down in k-pop history as a fantastic song so i really really enjoyed you calling mine me. would have to be i can't stop by twice i yeah. they popped off on that song <laughs> the dancing is great the music is great i literally i was listening to it today and i think i listened to it three times in a row i was like okay we have to stop we can't this, it's been nine minutes and it's been the same song and i'm still not tired but i'm gonna be tired. <laughs> But oh my god, I love that song. Um, for me, my favorite song. Um, I was like kind of on a gospel kick this year. Um, mm-hmm. so I was listening to once the Clark sisters put out their Lifetime movie. I mm-hmm. started listening to all their songs, and there's a song they did called "Nothing to Lose," and it's specifically the live version in like '96, not the one the recorded version, like the the live at FAMU, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I feel like I, y'all know I don't know the the name or title of nothing. I mm-hmm. just know the song, so I probably know what song you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> I could post the video. You may know it from the icon. Yeah. My favorite song of 2020, like I had to look and make sure the song actually came out in 2020, <laughs> but it was um, "Calm Des Garcons" by Rina Sawayama. She's like kind of like a pop indie-ish British artist. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm obsessed with that song, but I'm probably sure I probably listened to it like 500 times in 2020. So that's me with her song "Love Me for Me." I was like, Oh, oh yeah, 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 that one's good yeah. too. For like, if I if I was going to do a non-K-pop song, I listened to Flo Millie way too much in 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like her. In the party, and then that bitch. It's just it's stuck up preppy black girl fucking music and i appreciate that <laughs> um but yes music i'm excited for music in 2021 all of the second gen k-pop groups are supposed to be having come back and that makes me extremely happy so i'm down for the cause i'm completely ready same i need some new music i've been listening to the same 10 songs <laughs> <laughs> like i get now i'm starting to get frustrated with spotify because i'm I'm not the type of person that really uses playlists. Like the playlist mm-hmm. I only use on there that I have is the ones I have that are English songs. Like I separate those away because sometimes I just want to listen to that. 
But now uh-huh. Spotify is just playing the same. So I just click shuffle of all my like music. I'm like, please, I. I've been listening to Helicopter by CLC for the past week. Can we like? <laughs> I know I got other other music. Yeah. I know I have other music. Exactly. Here. I know I Apple. No Apple does that too. Like, you ever notice how if you try to do shuffle on Apple Music, it'll it'll shuffle, but it'll play like certain songs. It won't exactly. shuffle everything in your library. I'm yeah. like, dang. Also, this is a little side note. I would like to talk to Spotify and Apple Music. You cannot <laughs> just change the a song to the Japanese version expect me not to realize it don't t- like I don't hate it <laughs> but they switched oh my gosh oh my god okay they so did that shit with AOA's entire disc- discography on album music like they switched all the songs to Japanese for some reason in my library and I was like I know the differences between the languages like I'm not dumb that's weird I wonder if it's a bug is that not a bug it's like sometimes they lose the rights to certain music for a little bit. And so uh, instead of just removing the song from their your library, they'll literally just switch it to whatever is available. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And it it makes me very annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> they did that with um winner songs on mine and I'm like, I don't have a problem, but I kind of wanted to listen to the Korean version of Island. Like, <laughs> they also did that on Apple Music with infinite songs. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's hard to find infinite songs sometimes on exactly. Apple Music. Exactly. And then they only have the Japanese version. Once again, I just it's not that I hate it. I just am used to the Korean version. Right. Like I hear that Kimiwa, Boku, whatever. Like I didn't, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> like if I wanted if I wanted to be in the middle of Tokyo, I would have chosen to exactly. be. <laughs> Like, exactly, to go back yeah. to like at least give me a choice don't just do it without <laughs> my consent right all right next we have favorite drama or tv shows that you've watched. of 2020 of 2020 mm, okay let me mine is um a chinese drama that i wasn't on my radar at all it was called i will find you a better home everybody knows i don't like um big rom-coms like where it's just like heartbeats every time the two leads are close together you know swirling background music i like you being the biggest like most intimate thing that they say to each other like it's it's those annoy me i don't watch them (laughs) um and i definitely don't watch a lot of modern chinese dramas because they're they're usually all the same but this is a 53 episode um chinese drama about real estate agents and the right the cast is all like 38 and over and it's just it's just a a quiet powerful love story and if i don't get a season two i will cry (laughs) i will cry it's um a really good story it's just about these two people who kind of like happen to be at the same job end up living together in the same house and it was just like it was really good and it's just so nice just to see older people fall in love with older people because you know they do the dicaprio thing where it's the younger woman and the older men all the time, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. do women rot after the age of 27, or do y'all just don't look for actresses after they've turned 25? Like, what the fuck? Right. So, all of my favorite romance stories are usually full of older people. So, I will find you a better home. It's also called, um, Your Home is My Business. It's a really good show. All of the English subtitles are on YouTube. If you need something to just kind of like, that's simple and it. This the the 
um, what is it? The feeling of the show is simple, but the stories are kind of like, whoa, you live a crazy life. <laughs> so yeah, I highly recommend. Um, go on. You can go. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> my for K dramas, it would have to be Hospital Playlist. I really did enjoy. No, mm, okay, Hospital Playlist and Kingdom. I forgot Kingdom came out in 2020. Right. I oh, really did enjoy did. that. So, and that's what I have for Korean dramas for um, not Korean shows, like mm-hmm. I guess American shows. Mine would have to be The Expanse on Amazon Prime because it's season five and I'm still engaged. Like, y'all know how I feel about seasons. I get bored and drop them. Mm-hmm. But season five is out and I'm currently watching it. And it's a really good sci-fi show, which is what I'm beginning to realize kind of like this genre that I kind of really like, but I just don't mm-hmm. watch a lot of shows of. That's cool. I've never heard of that show. I think my favorite drama of 2020 definitely is Kingdom. And then my favorite sh- just show in general would probably be Hunters, also on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Like, that show, the plot was great. The intro song, like, the level of creativity they had with it was giving me Game of Thrones vibes as far as the intro alone. So that was great. Other than that, yeah, I think those are, like, the two best things I watched in 2020. Um, my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, so... I actually, my list, I, on my notes from whenever we wrote these docs like two weeks ago, I put X-Files. And I'm not trying to say I don't agree with that decision that I made at the time, but I found <laughs> another show that I absolutely am obsessed with. It's called Medium. Mm-hmm. And it has Patricia Arquette is the main lead. And it's like about her and her family. And she's a medium and she works for the district attorney and she solves cases with her psychic abilities. And I'm like, I love wait, wait, wait. this. I'm interested now. Where is right? it? <laughs> it's on Hulu. And it's an I tell y'all like X-Files for me, the problem I had with it was like there was no independent character growth. Like Scully and Mulder would be like right back at square one after every episode, which kind of pissed just... me off. The and... amount of times a bad guy's win is ridiculous. Right? <laughs> and there are 11 seasons, y'all. Right? Oh, and it's God. like it never ends. And then it's like there's no growth there's no there's no character development so but with medium oh my god and I love supernatural stuff like supernatural like people who are psychic like ghosts related stuff and Mm. this is right up my alley medium y'all it came out in like 05 or Mm. 04 but it's so good like I love it I'm obsessed I'm let me look it up real quick and put it on there see my (laughs) my problem with um with the x-files was number one to me the x-files is a show you put on while you're doing something like i never mm. watch that show if i am not doing a craft i can't i mean <laughs> like the show is good like i don't want to say the show is bad but it is it's just them solving crimes continuously over and over again and there's uh, okay, 11 seasons of that y'all i will say that the seasons i think until season 10 every season comes out every the next year Season 11 comes out six years later. So yeah. there is that. But um, my problem was like, yeah, the number one, Scully, beautiful woman, intelligent, very smart, gets kidna- kidnapped three <laughs> times. She, <laughs> I was so frustrated. I was like, oh my God, do they and then, not have yeah. 
like um self-defense classes in the fbi what is going on <laughs> and her denial of being kidnapped and being abducted it's like sis you you went <laughs> you yeah like, but yeah it's not a bad show but like yeah, yeah. i did stop watching it and um i got Same. up to season six and i was like uh, oh, i pretty wow. much know what help happens and i was like okay that's enough yeah i got to i'm you're better than me Marin. i got to season four <laughs> and i was like nothing's changed we're still doing the same thing with a different ver- person in the government Ugh. it just it's like one of them dies another one comes back another one it's like yeah it's just it kind of like i get the the appeal of it mm-hmm. but it doesn't i just i wish that they could like update it more like x files that's like cohesive <laughs> like more more growth based so yeah but medium if y'all are into like psychics and ghosts and crime medium is great yes also to add on um i don't really watch j dramas because they're either they're like trying to make anime come to life i don't know it's weird like if you watch a lot of japanese dramas for some reason it just feels like i'm watching the live action of some manga of the because how they film it and how they have like the actors react to things mm-hmm. but um a mutual of mine on twitter was just like you should watch this it's seven episodes it's called um Shanai Marriage Honey and it's like it's a super cute story. Does the premise of the story sound reckless as hell? Yes. Do not marry people that you've only met twice. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, just don't. But it's a really good show and I really enjoyed it. And I gave it a nine and I usually don't like watch romance stories like that. So that's another one that I would definitely recommend from twenty twenty. But yeah, I don't know. Twenty twenty was dry for me in the Korean drama arena at the very least because i don't know she wasn't giving me what i wanted yeah i I kind of agree tori a lot of when i'm looking at my my drama list right now the things i've completed in 2020 a lot of it was just kind of like meh pretty Mm -hmm. good nothing's bad it's just like nothing's great right nothing is extraordinary extraordinary stories for me are something that i can rewatch again because i want to and i like yeah nothing i haven't gotten an extraordinary k-drama in a while it's like they're picking up productions and like because they're like a lot of them are working with netflix or bigger studios so we're getting these really unique stories especially since we're like tapping into a lot of webtoons but the execution always seems to fail and like something always goes awry in k-dramas as of late yeah Um, i do feel like um i don't know if this is just me being super like picky or overthinking but i feel like that era where we had tunnel signal um voice like all those like those like original those original like ocn dramas like that was Mm -hmm. those were just so good and i feel like they just kind of (laughs) ran ran out of steam a little bit (laughs) and everyone was like so what do we do now (laughs) right yeah it's 2021 is supposed to look up because a lot of people are coming back from the army and a lot of stuff is supposed to be like on the table so We'll yeah, see. I'm not gonna get my hopes up though. Maybe this will be the year when I actually start watching Western TV again. But I also just I don't know. I don't know what is with me in Western television. I don't know if I grew up watching too much too many white people on screen that I don't want to watch white people on screen anymore. I feel like that's part of it. But Makes like, sense. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also don't like want to watch shows that have multiple multiple seasons. Oh, like yeah. that's yeah. something 
Western television will do. They'll be like, hey, we're yeah, going to do the seventh season. Dragging stuff out forever. Yeah. Because yeah. if it doesn't binge- get canceled. Yeah. Right. And I'm a binge watcher, so I would rather have one show. Will I watch one Chinese drama that's 70 episodes? Yes. Will I watch one Western show that's like 20 episodes a season? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense, Tori, because it's like in America, the plot goes usually all over the place because they're trying to milk it for money. Like right. the, if it's still getting ratings, there's no reason to cancel it. So they'll just be like, you know what? Let's renew it for a seventh season and an eighth season, even though we don't need it for the story. Right. So I so I'm, I'm, I got you on that. I agree. Like, but with I feel like with though, if there's certain plots that are just so good. I guess I make an exception in my head because medium is like six seasons, but the show is just so entertaining that I'm like, you know what? Maybe six seasons isn't that bad. (laughs) Six seasons isn't bad if you don't have to wait for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) It's the, it's the waiting one. It's the waiting for one 30 minute episode every week. That's why I can't do cable. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. Y'all, how do people live in the past? (laughs) Like having to watch commercials, and wait a week no no thank you it used to be us i do oh my god <laughs> right i can't do that anymore like even if there's an airing dramas i want to watch now i will wait until it's done and then binge it because i'm that impatient what am i doing waiting each week for i will end up dropping the drama before i continue it yeah, yeah. so yeah next we have favorite movie um i am favorite not a movie. big movie watcher yeah, I didn't put anything down because nothing that came out last year was good. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no. Nothing like stood out, nothing stood out or like you know grabbed you. Everything that came out last year was very lackluster. Right. Yeah, and honestly, movies because of COVID, movies didn't really come out. And then if they did, yeah. they went to like directly to streaming, and yeah. people realized like, yeah, oh, that's not been. worth the money. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not, I like not even art. like Wonder Woman 1984. That wasn't oh, that great either. I heard people say it was trash, at, but I, it yeah, wasn't was terrible. It was just like you were watching, like, like huh? Okay, <laughs> exactly. Like none of it made sense to me. I was like, this is just. I mean, I know it's a superhero movie. You're supposed to sp- suspend re- whatever reality or whatever, but like mm-hmm. some of that shit just didn't make sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch um the 2020 version remake of the witches with um what's her face oh what's her oh, face oh sarah hathaway yeah sarah why is that kind of the same and that was kind of i liked it i'd never i watched the original this year i'd never seen it and then i watched that one so it wasn't it wasn't bad mm-hmm. hmm. no that? i mean we watched the old guard and i like that but i'm really not a big movie person I don't know why, but I just, I'm just not. I just yeah. always feel like there's more information that could have gone into it, which is probably why I like writing dramas rather than movies. Yeah, I like going to the movies and watching movies that way, but like just sitting at home and just watching movies was never really like my thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah See, good. from for me, I I <clears throat> I think last year before COVID, when COVID was just starting, I was like, well, what do I do now? And I was watching a whole bunch of old movies that I'd never got to. Groundhog mm-hmm. Day was great. I like that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot, is it Bill Murray? I'm I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. I don't know. I don't 
I think, I mean, watching old movies is cool. I feel like watching movies you watch as a child and then watching them is always interesting. Yeah, that's an experience. Yeah. I was in a children's media class, so that's like what we did for the semester was watch media geared, geared towards children and realize that there's a lot of shit of this that it should not be shown to children. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I rewatched Tangled, which is actually one of, like, as somebody who grew up in the golden age of Disney, like, new Disney movies are always iffy for me, but Tangled mm-hmm. was one of those that I really enjoyed because I really liked the music. And then I rewatched it with a critical uh, eye as an adult, and I'm just like, they kept saying that Rapunzel was 16, but they never clarified the age of Flynn Rider, and I was like, Ooh. I don't like that. I need to know how old he is. Yeah, Flynn does <laughs> have grown man energy. Like, he yeah. definitely does not seem like a teenager. Right. But it was her 16th birthday, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, why is she following a wanted criminal into the woods? Sis, this is <laughs> not it. This is not it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, oh. I did you, did, have y'all seen Coco? No. no. Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. Oh, we need to do a podcast on this because Coco was good. So I, I, I feel you on what you said about the new ones being iffy, but Coco was good, and apparently people say Soul is good too. But, um, yeah, but kind Soul of, but kind of problematic. So wasn't human. <laughs> yeah, and also, I okay. Spoilers, I guess. Like, I don't know if I should spoil. Like, y'all care? <laughs> oh wait, no, I have seen Coco. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah, I have cool, seen cool. it. Cool. But soul, it's like apparently, like he's once again turning into a soul and not a human for the full movie, and then some a white woman voices something that has to. It, it's weird, but I mean, we I I'd be cool seeing soul. It's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do like a um like watch Disney movies and just talk about how problematic they are. <laughs> right. How, how problematic they are. Which parts did not age well? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like rewatching Pocahontas, I will never. Oh my god, Ooh, I love that no, soundtrack. Y'all. Pocahontas, who green, is so bad. <laughs> who greenlit that movie? You know, we need to do who in the boardroom, who in the boardroom sat down and said, you know, what we need to do make Pocahontas a princess. Excuse me, she was kidnapped oh. as a child, and I can't. I yeah, can't. It's that colonizer mindset. That was that was. <laughs> They were like, coin. We just want the coin. <laughs> so we're going to take a true historical figure who would have. A real person. Who would have shot John, what the fuck, face in his head had she had the chance and make it into a love line. And not only did they do that, they said, we're going to do two movies. <laughs> With the second one showing her in, in the UK, yeah. it's like a fish out of water store. It's like, what are you doing? Never seen that second movie. All them Disney movies back then had two two movies, two and three movies that they did not need to have. It should have been. Oh my one. God. Maybe like, we should make Cinderella this into a new series. Yeah. When I, I found out that there was a Cinderella two and three last year. You did. I was so shocked. I was like, "What is this? What? What? The storyline doesn't end, right?" <laughs> Y'all, we might need to do this because they're all on Disney Plus. Mulan Two is trash. Um, like the soundtrack for Mulan Two is great. The premise of the it... show in itself is always trash because they're like, "You're not feminine, so you're not woman." That's the whole point of the movies. <laughs> God, and then Cinderella we to do... Two. What we we need to come up with a name for this. What is this deconstructing Disney? That should be our new. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our new series is just like once a month 
we go into a Disney movie or a Disney franchise and then just tear this shit apart. <laughs> yes, please. Because, like, it's crazy because they did, like, studies where they said, I, I don't know, this was, like, a random study fact that I saw that said, if you watched Disney as a child, that you were a more compassionate person. But really? Like, <laughs> but really? also, I like, don't think that's how- true yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know but, if that's true. Uh, yeah, it was like, I, please don't quote me on that. It's something that's just like stuck randomly in my memory. But you're like a more mm-hmm. compassionate, friendly person. And like, children who watch Disney know how to share their toys and shit. But I'm like, um, also, how much internalized misogyny, racism? <laughs> oh my God. Dumbo? Did- like, <laughs> Jim Crow? I've the not- Crow is named Jim Crow. And he's singing. <laughs> okay i can't i can't rate disney so the racism maybe we should just like start from like the oldest disney movies they have and then just slowly oh (laughs) y'all snow white is painful like watching that movie felt like watching gone the wind or something it's it's long i'm still traumatized from bambi like whose (laughs) great idea was it to be like we're going to kill this deer's mother then leave it abandoned and like show like like the, the process of grief oh my god <laughs> madness it's not a child's movie like but also like i would like to go casanova if you do not stop scratching up this couch with your claws i am sorry i have to discipline my dog for a minute child of mine stop it okay uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um but like even like diving into like where they got these ideas from because these aren't original disney ideas no nope. these are all grim reaper yeah. grim y'all stories. and you know this the, the t- no go ahead decoria I'll, I'll rant afterwards <laughs> i was gonna say like wasn't lion king like stolen from a chinese yes. tale or something like that or yeah it's or like whatever. hamlet it's like what is it MacArthur or hamlet or something yeah but you're talking about kimba the white lion yes oh yes yeah they literally took the whole plot for lion king from that and just changed the colors and shit around music <laughs> and stuff and like yeah. the worst part of it, I, I don't want to. I used to be obsessed with Disney, so I would do research. And so I here I am, um, like you know what's so, so terrible? They literally copywritten fairy tales by loopholes in copyright law. So now you can't get make a Cinderella movie without getting Disney's uh, permission. I think like, I watched. I don't know what I watched. It must have been from like Netflix's Explain series or some kind of YouTube documentary where literally wasn't the law back then like if something was like twenty years old or older, the just copyright just falls into somebody's hands, whoever yes, did last but, year, yeah. something like but that. But Disney lobbied to change the law so every time Mickey Mouse trademarks in they extended. Yeah. You'll never be able to use Mickey Mouse. That's why trade law, copyright laws have now been extended to a hundred plus years instead of like to every thirty years or like. Yeah. Disney is just a monster. So yes. I love this. I love this idea. We're gonna have to. We're gonna do a new series called Deconstruct Disney. Do not take it from us. It'll just take. It'll be on this channel. <laughs> we're not gonna do a whole new podcast. It's just gonna be on this channel. You just have to look at the episodes. We will title them Deconstruct Disney. We'll go look into the background of like where these where this stuff comes from you know there's definitely who they stole it from who they stole it from <laughs> like you know there's definitely wiki pages pages on pages are probably about disney yeah and like the creative process so yeah i'm excited about this we should make fun. this like a one month podcast we're gonna start with the oldest one we can just start with snow white and just make our way who that painful movie <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun yes i'm excited about this 2021 is already looking up because like i haven't watched a lot of those movies Wow, and I have almost all of the VHS tapes downstairs. Yeah, you have all of them. I think I even saw like Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I was like, yes. "Dang, that's like a rare one." 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, my mom, she would just buy... We have... I'm pretty sure we have Lion King on VHS and DVD and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was... My mother gave birth to me with the circle of life playing. That was how <laughs> intense the house we were. So, yeah. Wow. All right. So, moving into next favorite. We have beauty products. Beauty products. Um, I am not a makeup wearer. I have the most sensitive skin. I have a base metal allergy. I'm prone to eczema. So I don't really try a lot of products as the average person would, nor do I wear makeup like that. So a lot of my beauty products also always have to do with skincare. And honestly, Paula's Choice does something. Um, Paula's Choice, um, I the calming toner. Before this, I was using the Claire's non-scented toner, which was good. But one night after using the Paula's calming cho- the Paula's Choice cal- calming toner, my skin cleared up a little bit more than it usually would have. So I definitely recommend this, especially if you have sensitive dry skin. Um, this and the Paula's Choice moisturizer SPF, she's bomb, and severe healing ointment. If you're not using that, then I don't know how you're surviving the winter. Yep. <laughs> I have the CeraVe products as a um foaming wash and a moisturizer and then i use paula's choice two percent bha and i use a healing ointment all of that everything has been um skincare more than beauty this year mm-hmm. uh my favorite beauty product i i use everything that they just say stated that's why i'm not in skincare <laughs> but um my favorite beauty product i found like there's this reddit the subreddit called like makeup on the cheap or whatever and they always talk about sales and so one day i think it was bloomingdale's whatever some high department store or whatever they had like a sale on Givenchy highlighter so Mm -hmm. Givenchy is usually extremely expensive and this they sound expensive it sounds bougie i don't even know who that is (laughs) very very expensive but this highlighter was like it went from like 60 dollars to 17 i was like oh no i need to get this Mm. and it's probably like the best highlighter i've ever used in my life like I, if I can find it on sale again, I'm gonna buy like three of them, so I have it for a long time. Mm, that's good. It's always nice when you can get things on sale. Yeah, this is the best. Like I don't want to buy anything full price anymore. Oh, never, never. <laughs> and for me, my I've just been like y'all, like mostly skincare. I don't wear makeup mostly. I did, but I I makeup with me, especially like finding a color that matches my found like a foundation that matches my skin tone and mm-hmm. undertone without me looking ashy is a is a struggle um like but so i've mostly just done skincare and retinol 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 i'll say oh, it 17 same. times same. Yeah. retinol retinol retinol, retinol. like like it, it's the thing is though also it's kind of lo- not changed my expectations a lot of people who take pictures on like skincare videos or like Instagram, they're using filters. So it's like, it's, of course you're not yep. going to see pores, but people still have pores. Pores are not bad. Um, like skin is going to look like skin. Like I changed my, my, my expectations for like what my skin should look like versus like the best it can get. If that makes sense. Like retinol has evened out my skin. It's made a bu- like pimples come less often. So it's like, that's, that's perfect. Like, I don't need you to reinvent. I don't need the, I don't need a new skin. I don't need a chemical peel. I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. It's doing what it needs to do. Uh, It doesn't have to be like someone on Instagram. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, just to like 
<coughs> what you said about people using filters and stuff there's this tiktoker is a, a male makeup artist and basically like he helped change how i think skin should look too because he kind of like i don't want to say exposed but that's what he did <laughs> he kind of exposed like what these beauty youtubers are doing like your skin does not look completely smooth they look like that because of their lighting yeah. like if they would take a picture in normal lighting you will see like they have some kind of texture on their skin because of skin so right don't think you have to look like porcelain or like glass <laughs> or something like that right. right please like we've all been living on the internet because we're all you know quarantining social distancing do not let the people who have studio lights in their homes fool yeah. you that they have porcelain airbrush skin it's photoshop it's all the apps it's snow it's <laughs> they have good lighting go stand in the sun especially if you're exactly. black let your skin glow and you will look fantastic um yeah also preach. like we <laughs> preach also like um yesterday on K-Drama twitter we had like this whole like breakdown because people were just like i guess the, a lot of minors are like on K-Drama twitter now I, they're just like having a moment so one of my mutuals just like hey i'm 25 i don't have my shit together it's okay if you don't have your shit together by 25 please please just i know i have a hard time doing this i know other people have a hard time doing this it's comparing yourself to other people like i used to cry because i couldn't drive and i didn't have a job and i was oh this is a this is a whole other podcast but i wasn't struggling because i felt like um black people who succeeded had to struggle and because I wasn't struggling I wasn't doing what I needed to see like my success wasn't well earned because I wasn't struggling it's a weird thing like I said the end of 2020 really just threw me through a tizzy but we'll talk about that another podcast <laughs> like if you're yeah. in 2020 was definitely the year of like existential crises like realizing right, yeah. like where your life right. is going and what you're supposed yeah. to be doing and whatnot <laughs> Me yeah. and Decora graduate and in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. I would not recommend that to anyone else. Uh, zero out of ten. <laughs> Bad Yelp reviews for that one. Yes. So, but like, if you're like reaching the age of twenty five and you thought you were gonna have your life together, you're not going to, and you're not probably gonna have your life together until you're like way into your early thirties. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that a lot on social media these days. Like a lot of people who are in their their mid thirties and stuff, or like forties, talking about things they wish they knew in their twenties, and they're like, "You're not gonna have your shit together. Don't think you will. Like right. you, you're right. supposed to use that time to figure out what you want to do later in your life." So yeah, who you are, you still got time. It's fine. Just because all these um minors are blowing up a TikTok does not mean their lives are put together. You're doing great. You're surviving. You wake up every day and do what you gotta do. You're fine. All right. That's a word. <laughs> I'm done with my <laughs> soapbox. <laughs> okay. Now we can go to article of clothing is the next thing. Um, I'll have to skip this one because I haven't bought zero clothes. <laughs> oh, since that's two years prop ago. to you, Nia, because I'm buying too many clothes. <laughs> I need to stop <laughs> going on Sheen. <laughs> I really need to stop going on Sheen. Um, but I I feel like I finally at the age of 25 going on 26 have found my aesthetic or what kind of clothes I like. Before I would just wear jeans that could fit and shirts, cheap shirts from Rainbow and then I realized that I don't have to buy cheap shirts from Rainbow. I can buy shirts from other stores. For the longest time, especially when I was younger, I didn't think that besides Ashley Stewart and Lane Bryant that there were any stores that actually stores that carried plus size clothing besides like Rainbow um that was cute or that i liked so um now that i everybody and everybody a lot of more brands are being more inclusive 
and realizing that everybody is not a size three. Um, it's been interesting finding my style. I still only wear black. <laughs> like I bought a y'all the last thing the last package that I bought for Sheen, everything was black besides the house shoes pants that I bought. Oh my god. <laughs> It was black. I bought black long sleeve shirts. I bought another black sweatshirt. I bought <laughs> I bought black pants with like print on them. I was like, "Wow, Tori, you don't pick any of the colors, but it's whatever." <laughs> but yes, um, I um pleather. I guess is my new aesthetic. I love. I bought this black pleather dress. It is so pretty, and I got it in my size before it can get sold out on Sheen, and I can't wait to wear it to nowhere because i'm just gonna wear it and take pictures <laughs> so yeah that's my favorite article of closing i also bought this like really like um blanket like material like oversized sweatshirt that i could wear around the house because my mother always thinks it's cold in our house and then she turns the air up to like too hot for the middle of winter <laughs> so the temperature in my house is always going back and forth so i needed something that i could wear around the house so i love that and sheen is really th- that bitch she's <laughs> take the percentage of my paycheck every time i get paid but like i'm also going to give away a bunch of clothes so yeah um for me it would have to be sweater vests i really like those this year okay we love a cute preppy moment yes yeah, so i've like seen a, a lot tumbler. of people uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people on TikTok or like my favorite YouTuber has a sweater vest collection. Yeah. So I yeah, like, I think it's because like that like light and dark academia aesthetic yeah. is trending now. So like a lot of people are getting into that kind of stuff. Um, my favorite clothing item is literally just a pair of jeans from American Eagle. Like I used to wear American Eagle jeans when I was in high school, but they were so cheaply made back then. They'll always get holes in them and stuff. But the ones I got this year, I mean, last year, the mom jeans, they are like actual jean material. They're not like that stretchy crap or whatever. So that was like a great purchase for me. And they actually are long. They're not short like all of my jeans usually are. Mm. Nice. I actually bought jeans from um Torrid that were actually high-waisted. Were they still short in the ankle? Because I'm six feet tall, yes. But now I know that I have to buy the extra long jeans <laughs> for it. I can't just buy the long <laughs> Alright. Did we all get our article of clothing? Yeah, I told you I was skipping because I, I, I buy... I have not bought anything since two years ago. Mm-hmm. Clothes shopping is just stressful for me. <laughs> yeah. Valid. Valid. Very valid. <laughs> um, let's see. Next we have a favorite meme or emoji. Mine's is the Yoo-Woo, Yoo-Woo, the little pleading eye emoji that they have on Twitter. I use it for everything. It's oh, Woo-Woo? Woo-Woo, yes. <laughs> Yoo-Woo, it's the Woo-Woo, Yoo-Woo, whatever yeah, the hell woo-woo. that is. <laughs> That's my favorite, like, emoji. I use it everywhere. It it just, it just encaptures all of me. <laughs> Mine is, um, that one that I use a lot, the, it's a smiling face, but it's like, uh, what is it? I don't know how to describe it. It's like when people are, if ever, <sighs> let me send it to the group chat and then y'all will see. I don't know how to describe. <laughs> how do I describe this? Um, is it with the smiling with the tears coming out? No, 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 no. The okay, let's go. Come on, let me post it. It's this one. Oh, uh, smiling with the eyes closed. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like so, satisfied or whatever. Satisfied, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite meme is that it's a meme of a guy. It's an awkward black guy. I don't know how to describe him, but he's like... <laughs> smiling but it's very dry i don't know how to describe the picture <laughs> it's a guy a black guy he's kind of dark skinned he has a very low caesar cut and <laughs> he's smiling but he looks like he's in pain and like usually the caption on the picture would be like i'm so dead inside i don't know how to feel right now or like i'm 100 percent in pain or something like that and that guy actually joined twitter i think last year oh, i'm pretty wow. sure that was him that was hilarious and then another meme well, not me. My favorite emoji combination is smiling, prayer hands, and then the word no. <laughs> <laughs> or like prayer hands and a heart and the word no. Like that's all. I love that. <laughs> For me, um, my favorite meme, I have a lot of favorite memes. Like I, I love memes. Um, the are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. Trump, when Trump what lost, that meme was everywhere, and I loved it. Oh, I love that. Um, and then I yeah, love um, all the church memes are funny. The TD Jakes, wake up, wake up, wake up, <laughs> wake up out of your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then I also love all the SpongeBob memes are fantastic. The one where SpongeBob's out of breath and it's hit leaning on the wall, like. Oh yeah, I love that one. And people, also the Leonardo DiCaprio one from Django Unchained, where he's like the one where he's raising the glass, or that's yes, the one and he's from, like half, um, half okay. smiling, and he's like, and they make him, then they like literally change his appearance in every meme I see. He never's the exact same. Sometimes they, they, someone, I, I want to find it. This thread, they put his face on like other people's figures, like he, they put his face on Jesus. <laughs> And then yeah, that meme, it, it was just they had one on Frederick Douglass. I was like, this is this is too much. It literally oh. kills me. That meme is hilarious to me. And the one if you're pointing at the TV. I one of my ones that I didn't think that I was gonna love was all of the fan cams for Georgia once we turn blue. It's got oh, like Corey. Yes. yes. I was just like laughing. I also uh, the when Michigan and Wisconsin went blue. And they put yes. that Nikki meme on top of it. Clap for the heavyweight champ, me. <laughs> but I couldn't do it all alone. We. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a bunch of, um, we'll get to TikTok videos in a minute, but the memes this year were just great. Like, memes are just I'm, fantastic. Oh my God. It's, um, I remember when Sky Castle was out and everybody was just making memes with Sky Castle <laughs> or like yeah. all of the, the world of the of married memes, like K drama memes, are usually just screenshots of random shit. <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like that's what people do with shows now—just screenshots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just screenshot stuff. Usually, you find mm -hmm. like really funny stuff, especially right. if you yeah. do like the reality TV shows. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I see another wait, meme, just... meme of the one where she's sitting <laughs> at the table, like like <laughs> like with her arms crossed. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm looking through my bookmarks, and y'all know that one of the little girl. Who uh the little I I the little Asian girl who's dancing in the the tango contest and she's got her hand on her hip <laughs> she's 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 got these like cute little like antenna pigtails and she just looks like the fuck you say <laughs> I don't think I saw that one yeah I've oh my god let that. me let me just post this in the 
the thing. It's just, I just love his, this image. The, the Martin Luther King one is killing me, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All the MLK memes, every single time that comes along. It's like the one where the... the the, the cotton field. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> the cotton field one where the, the black boys are like beating the white boys from the cotton oh my field god, and then MLK and was... Martin Luther King in the sky are smiling down. <laughs> oh. Now black Twitter definitely knows how to pick a good meme. Right. Kenny tweeted out this early. She's like, I miss being in a movie theater with black people. I was like, you know what? I didn't even go to the movie yeah. theater with black people a lot, but that it's always an experience. <laughs> yeah. Like when we went to see um what you call it? Uh, Joker? No, the other one, the Marvel movie that was Oh, Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was so much fun. Black people, we just I, I just it if this hasn't been a year that we realized that we just turned trauma into comedy. <laughs> right. Completely. Now we know. <laughs> right? Now we know that's just what we do to cope is turn trauma into comedy. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's sad, but hilarious. Um, it's crazy to think that last year started with World War Three memes. Oh, and, God. Like, those were funny. Now those were funny. There those was like a Summer hilarious. Walker one where she's like <laughs> making a video about cooking and cleaning for your man. <laughs> and I was like, and then people, the caption was like, me when World War Three breaks out. <laughs> It was right. so, those were funny. Oh, yeah. It's just been, it's been, it's been a year. It's been a long year. <laughs> it's been a long year. It oh, don't right. even feel like a new year right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it feels like 2020 part two, like literally. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So now we have your favorite snack. Um, I know we've been like staying at home, being forced to cook more. Did you guys come up with like a favorite new menu, a new snack? Um, mozzarella sticks that I shouldn't be eating because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Shout out to all the lactose intolerant people. No, for real. Who don't care about their lactose intolerance um, and proceed to eat cheese. <laughs> right, my mom is lactose intolerant, but will she still order a frappuccino frappe from McDonald's? Yes. And it's just like half of it is milk, half of it is Same. dairy. You don't care. That's a but, um, Yeah, I mean, I've, um, been recently inducted into the overnight oats gang oh yeah i love oatmeal now for some reason y'all like so, oatmeal you have to i mean i have to eat my oatmeal with a lot of stuff in it. it has to have like a lot of fruit and stuff like it like that in it like i can't eat it just plain mm. yeah so what i do is um almond milk and then condensed milk and then just leave it in the refrigerator and then warm it up when i wake up and eat it with strawberries that's mm. interesting pretty much gucci um I my blood pressure's been high, so I've been it got fucked up last year because all I was eating was French fries and chicken tenders. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, the Kenny recommended those Eat Smart uh salad kits. I highly recommend them. Chopped salads are the only way you should ever eat a salad. I don't understand why we were not eating non-chopped salads. Like people would really put like giant pieces of lettuce and spinach in a bowl. And then cut it with a knife when you could just chop it all in the first place <laughs> and make it so much easier to eat. So, yeah, chopped salads have been that. I don't know what other snack. I'm not really innovative <laughs> when it comes to food. <laughs> I usually just eat the same thing until I get tired of it. So, <laughs> yeah. 
anybody else for me um nachos i went hard with nachos with this, this year <laughs> like like i would eat nachos for lunch and dinner and after dinner snack <laughs> like getting some good guacamole and also y'all i finally found the tomatilla sauce that comes at like Willie's and Moe's. I found it at the grocery store. It's called Salsa Verde and it's in the throat, not the, the aisles. It's in the, what do you call it? Like the, the vegetable section. Mm, they they yeah. want to sneak it away so you don't know. <laughs> but so it's like, but it's so good. And I'm like, finally, after years of looking for it, I found it. Mm, that's good. For uh, me, we're talking about food, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, when it comes to snacks, I went to H Mart and I bought these like melona, like melon snacks, and now I can't buy any more because I finished the box in a day, and oh that was unacceptable. <laughs> so I don't, I can't, I can't go back and buy that. Um, but I started cooking. I make what is it called? The tofu soup, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. shit is so mm-hmm. good. Oh my god, I'm gonna make it today after this podcast too. But that's what I've been cooking more, more like a snack or like a meal. Food has been interesting, but I just need to stop eating frozen food. That's all that is. I've been doing good. I had nothing but salads this week, so nice. Yeah. All right. Now it's on your favorite sayings. My favorite sayings all stem from TikTok. I want to say I don't know when we all collectively decided that it was going to be Beyonce's internet. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> you out here living on Beyonce's internet, and I'm just like, when did this become like a community community <laughs> thing? I love it though that calling the pandemic anything but a pandemic is also my new panoramic, panoramic, Potomac. In the middle of a panini press, in the middle of a pendulum, we are here in the middle of a pastel party, and y'all are just still acting like it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> And then also calling um, racist white people anything but racist white people. Snow roach, snow monkeys. Right. Uh, snow ranch bat. roach. Ranch roach, <laughs> discharge doggies. Like people get real oh, creative no. with it. Wow. My new favorite ones are that we're calling the insert insurrectionists um, vanilla ices. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla ices. What was it? Cheeto Bambino. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> So those are my like new favorite things. Also, I don't know. I've um my algorithm is like made up of just like black and African TikTok. And so I can no longer say the word embarrassing because it's not Oh flavorful. embarrassing. Embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> are you not embarrassing? Also, African dads are hilarious. All of the African dads of TikTok. I don't know <laughs> how they're all the same person but different. <laughs> they're hilarious. So yeah, so it's embarrassing. So if you hear me say embarrassing, don't clock me for it because I will never go back to that unflavorless <laughs> shit ever, ever. So yeah, those are my favorite sayings. Uh, my favorite saying is from Twitter, and like there's this game that came out over the summer or like in the fall called Genshin Impact, right? But they release it's like an anime looking game, mm-hmm. and so they have characters that people find attractive, right? And so this mm-hmm. one character came out. And somebody was like, you don't cook, you don't clean. All you do is warm the bed and swipe my gold card and look pretty, but you're my useless trophy wife and I'm going to do whatever it takes to have you. I love you, baby. (laughs) And like, that shit was just so funny to me. Like, that could apply to so many different people, but yeah. 
Marin, you want to go next? Or um, you want me to? Um, I well, there's a sound on TikTok that is like, okay, so apparently the TikTok came from a YouTuber who was watching some weird SpongeBob videos, and he paused. He's like, "No, no, I'm not gonna do this. Look at it." And so a bunch <laughs> of people just use that on on TikTok oh, now. Oh, I think I've seen like, that. Yeah, it's like no. N- it like starts off with SpongeBob and it's like, and then you hear like the pause as he hits the space bar on his computer. It's like, no, no, I'm like, no, I'm not watching this. Look at it. So I just use that now. <laughs> I think it's so funny. In mine, um, it's not a saying, but it's, I remember Issa Rae did an interview like a few years ago and her quote that everyone uses is, I'm rooting for everyone black. And I'm like, yes, yes. that's, yes. that's, that's my saying. Yes. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> Right. If there's anybody black that comes up on my for you page, I just like heart share. You're doing right. <laughs> you're doing great. Like I really don't care where you're from. You're black. That's all that exactly. Matters. On this same vein, what is your favorite TikTok? Now, I was not on the TikTok game at the beginning of 2020 because I was just like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. What's happening? What? But then I realized their algorithm is just too good. <laughs> what yeah, it says for what it says for you page, they mean for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get called out on that app personally at least three times a day. They but, had a, a TikTok that came on my page talking about avoiding attachment. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did not ask for that this morning. Like, all of the TikToks were like, if you're single and 25, I'm like, bitch, you didn't have to say that. Like, like why are you never being so romantic- loud? <laughs> like, why are you, you've never been in a romantic relationship and you're going on 30? I'm like, we didn't have to come. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. But um, my favorite TikTok um, are the Timmy TikToks. Do y'all know which one I'm talking about? It's like the guy who's like, it's he plays the mom and he plays the kid named Timmy and he talks like he's a Shakespeare character. <laughs> like his um, hamster died. <laughs> no, I haven't seen, seen those. Oh my God. It's so funny. I It's some of the most hilarious shit. Um, the guy who figures out everybody's height. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, that kid is insane, bro. I don't know how the heck he does that, but he literally will, like, if you're sitting next to a Dasani bottle in your room, he'll calculate the size of the Dasani bottle and use that to see how long your arm is. And then from that, he can tell you how tall you are. I'm just like, whoa. Bro, he just, I don't, uh, I don't ever know what the fuck he's saying, but I'm just like, yep. If I could have had his brain for, like, a couple hours. (laughs) Like, I hate math. He just makes it seem math. He makes math sound like a superpower. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. But um, I also love, um, uh, there was this one random TikTok of people who were kayaking and then one of them got swallowed by a whale. And I don't oh. know why. Oh, wow. <laughs> Literally, she, the girl is filming her friends because there's a whale pot going underneath them. And one of the whales come up to swallow her friend. And then all of a sudden, you hear her scream, and she also gets swallowed or tipped over by a whale. And I'm like, the fuck did I just... I hate the ocean. The ocean... Y'all talking about aliens and shit. Have we explored the the body of water which we share a planet with? There are <laughs> monsters. Monsters. That whale TikTok, it just lives in my head rent. Rent-free. <laughs> rent-free. But yeah. Also, um, there was like a movement on TikTok of... um a lot of people from the continent just talking to African-Americans and talking about we don't hate you. You could come home. And I cried. I watched all of those videos because 
um, the rhetoric for a lot of Black Americans or American Black Americans who live in the states is that the people in Africa don't don't give a fuck about us. They don't think we have culture. They don't like us. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. seeing those videos of people from different countries just being like, "Y'all can come home. You can come home. You can like, you can come home and you can explore the culture." Like, I don't know who keeps What's telling you that. What's funny about y'all. that too is that like the people who like kind of produce that rhetoric, it's not the people who are from Africa and living in Africa, it's the rest of the diaspora who are, like, from Africa, but are currently living in other, like, right. like America and England. Like, they're the people who kind of always fight with Black Americans and Black English yes. people and who because, aren't, yeah. Yeah, and it's one because I feel like a lot of us are holding on to childhood trauma of yeah. where they got made fun of. But, mm-hmm. like, it's also, like, we've never been taught that Africa was anything other than, you know, a Wardland of poverty and disease. Like it wasn't until I got much older that you realize that that's not all of exactly. the countries in Africa. Like Africa has wealth. Of course, it's still dealing with the fucking colonization of Europe, but like the people of Africa are thriving, and it's like to to see that at least like for, on a real time scale of people from different countries of Africa being like y'all can you know come home and you know shit we don't think of y'all as strangers so it's like it was it was a really heartwarming um thing and it made me cry so those have been my favorite tiktoks um my tiktoks have been mostly um like pet tiktoks when i tell you i like every cat and dog that pops up (laughs) on my screen oh my god i feel that just like a boost of serotonin oh my Um, god the cow tiktoks i for those of you who don't know, I, I found cows. Yes. Um, oh, I never see. I never see, always see like cats and dogs. I never see any other animals. Oh my god, y'all don't know cows are just big ass dogs. See, this is why y'all just gonna have to come out to the farm. For those of you who don't know, my family has a farm, and watching all of the farmers on TikTok just be like, I don't know why our cows are crying. They will literally follow you if you have food. They're they're the biggest. They're just like two ton dogs, and it's hilarious. So watching cow TikToks is also hilarious. But go ahead, Mary. Yes. Oh, um, I have a lot of dog and cat TikToks, mm-hmm. so a lot of pet ones, like especially the dogs. Oh my god, it's so cute. And Puppies are adorable. Yeah, they are. Like I don't, I just when I see them on my screen, I literally get so happy. They're so cute. Oh, I've been making think... the most inhumane noises. They're just so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those are my like favorite TikToks, um, right now. My favorite one. I think it came out last year. It's a series of this girl reacting to like generic brand names. And so it would be like Snickers, but it's called Snipers. Pringles are Prongles. Dr. Pepper is now Dr. Bob. Like these are actually real products that people made. (laughs) And then there's another one. It's like this TikTok sound where like it's a very like creepy kind of music. But the mm-hmm. caption will be like, it'll be like a really cute song at first, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll go into the creepy song and the caption will be like, it's very unlikely that your dog will kill oh, you, yeah. but that doesn't mean it'll never happen. And then the dog's <laughs> looking like evil in the corner. <laughs> and I don't really have TikTok. Like I pretty much, Twitter's like a drug. So I kind of go back and just search without an account sometimes mm-hmm. because I feel like it's like not reading the newspaper. Like that's how bad it is. Um, and I do go on Reddit sometimes because I've never had a Reddit account, but I still go, you don't need an account to really get the most of Reddit. 
Yeah. So I go to Twitter sometimes and Reddit, but in YouTube, what's crazy, I deleted my YouTube account. Like it's gone. So if I ever go on YouTube, I just like, I'll look at like what's on the trending page and I don't have like subscribed channels I subscribe to anymore. It's just, I've been trying to like force myself to be like, you need to stop. <laughs> so I, TikTok, I was like, it looks fun, but uh, I, I'm going to let y'all have that. Yeah, have fun with TikTok. <laughs> I was like, I feel like Vine was like the what could have got me to to sign up, but I didn't. So TikTok is, I've already Vine passed that. Entirely. Vine was so fun. Yep. <clears throat> um, let's see. Favorite Vigimio game. Oh, for I don't me. play video games, so I don't think I have one for this one. Right, okay. I don't have either. For me, I'll go first. Um, I probably would pick. Animal Crossing, just because of hours played, I've mm-hmm. spent like at least forty hours, at least, and that's just like, like what the like the base forty hours. I didn't even finish. I didn't get my island five star island, but I just played like so much Animal Crossing this year. Um, besides that, I would pick. I played a lot of indie games last year, so I played a game called. Um, I think it's called The Gardens Between, which is really cute, like playing with time and space about two kids that are one kid's about to move away. And so they set up like these puzzles and like it's a puzzle game. So it's really cute. Um, And I played Grease, which was really good. Uh, Yeah, I've played a lot of cheap indie games that have been on sale on the Switch. Um, And yeah, that's mostly it. I don't have a PS5 or an Xbox because too expensive and no one can get them right now. (laughs) So my favorite games of 2020 is first definitely uh Final Fantasy VII remake. So that's like a remake of Final Fantasy VII, which originally came out in 1997, and it looked really weird back then. Like if you try to look at it now, it looks kind of unplayable. But the remake, they kind of just—I don't—they did a phenomenal job. That's all I have to say about that one. And then I would have said Animal Crossing if I had not found Stardew Valley at the end of the year. So Stardew Valley is literally just a better Animal Crossing. It has like way <laughs> more content. Like that's the game people should be looking at in my opinion. But And then um, lastly, there's this game ca- that came with the PS5 called Astro's Playroom. And it's just so cute. Like I have never seen a game that cute in my life. And I had so much fun playing that. So those are my like three top games of last year. Mm. I don't play video games. Um, I did though. That was a trend on K Drama Twitter where we would just play this puzzle game together where you just like put a puzzle <laughs> together collectively. So that was something that was a little stress relieving that I enjoyed. Um let's see. Next we have your favorite actor or actress of twenty twenty. Um let's see. Can I go I first? Oh yeah, go ahead. Just want to say it's a super quick Tom Holland. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, wasn't he in Atlanta last time we tried to film? Like was he? Was he? Yeah, I think he was filming uh, Uncharted in Atlanta. Oh, Uncharted. I hope Uncharted's good. I I want everything he does to be good because that's that's my <laughs> Tom Holland is just. When will we give him the Oscar? Please don't make him wait like we made Leo wait. Give him the Oscar now. <laughs> I don't know. Did I have a favorite actor last year? 
Mine's Ooh. was Manny Montana from Good Girls, aka mm-hmm. Rio. Yeah. And Viola Davis. She's an amazing actress. Everything she does is just great. Everything Viola Davis touches is just She's fantastic. She deserves more. Mm-hmm. Oh, much more. I guess for let's see. Considering the dramas I watched, I'm guessing the Stranger Two Cast was always in wait. I love Bedona so much and I love her portrayal of Hanyo Jin. It's always constant and Joseon Wu is always amazing. The whole Stranger cast in general is pretty amazing, but considering that Bedona's dramas for me are always used like an eight and above, I guess she was my favorite actress of twenty twenty. Nobody really stuck out in twenty twenty. The hospital playlist crew was also really good. So I enjoyed their acting as well. Oh, I just thought of this. I didn't mention a Korean actor, but um, like this is, I don't know if y'all remember, he's Lee Jae-wook. He was in Extraordinary You as the second lead. Oh, that yeah. man was painful. That man, I was watching <laughs> that show just like, this plot is terrible, but I'm watching it for him. Woo-wee. Yeah. Like, he was like, I feel like he was 2020's It Boy. <laughs> A lot of that man is fine. Like when I talk about <laughs> fine, I was like, "Oh no, don't make me, don't make me do this as a twenty-five-year-old woman. <laughs> don't make me fall." <laughs> Ooh, that man is fine. Then Marin and Corey, did you have? Oh, Corey, you said yours, Marin. Yeah. Did our internet go down? I don't. It know. may have. Yeah, we can always come back. Uh, okay. She's typing, so she'll come back right. eventually. <laughs> she'll come back. <laughs> Wait, am I here? Okay, now I'm here. Sorry. Yeah. It keeps cutting because my I think my Windows is not updated, so I have to update it. I was looking online. Okay. But what was the question? Your favorite actor or actress? Um, I... Did I have one? I don't think I was invested in anyone like that this year. Right. <laughs> because of 20. I just was watching so many shows that I never was like, there was not an actor that was like, oh my god, or actress. I was like, oh wow, right, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it was it was a little dry, but we're in the middle of a panoramic, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, your favorite moment of twenty twenty? Moment. Favorite For moment. me, it's from the end of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It's from Real Housewives of Potomac. I usually <laughs> don't watch Real Housewives shows, but this one, whew, this latest season, season five. I don't, I'm Marin, I don't know if you watched this, so like it might be. No, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> but at that reunion, there's this character. I'm about to say character. There's this woman they named Monique characters. Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's this woman named Monique Samuels. She's married to like a famous uh, former football player. She's like stupid rich, and like she got in a fight during the season with another lady named Candace, who I dislike. But I'm not going to say anything mean about her today. So moving <laughs> forward, um, they got into altercation. And then like for the whole season, a lot of the girls on the show, except for two of them, Ashley and Karen, were kind of like dogging out Monique and like, oh, we shouldn't fight. You're giving black women a bad name. Like she speaks for all black women. OK, oh but um, <laughs> so when it got to the reunion, there's this one character on there. I mean, this one lady on the show named Giselle. <laughs> And Giselle is the type of person who talks a lot of, of shit and acts like she doesn't. She she's a church lady. So if you know like a lot about people who are heavy in the church, especially like church women, the first lady, 
they act a certain way and like are very two-faced like not all christians are like this but especially in the black community there are a lot of women in church who will talk shit about you very heavily but then act like they are like the best person in the world and they're very proper so monique had this binder right where she kind of had receipts and dirt on everybody in the cast oh no yeah she read giselle for filth some some burn book shit some mean yeah it was like it was on some mean girls type thing because giselle had been like dogging her out the whole season so monique pulled out that binder and she was like yeah that pastor you've been sleeping with he's been slinging his big d all over the atlanta congregation like (laughs) your relationship is fraudulent it's fake it it was she was just like if you you need to go on youtube and look at the clip to get the full feel because even if you didn't watch the show you'd probably be sitting there like damn like <laughs> the stuff she was seeing like the other girls in the cast were like oh oh my god like oh my god it's like i can't believe she just said that but yeah that was my favorite moment like because it was kind of like a redemption for her mm-hmm. because literally when i tell you everybody was ganging up on her it was to the point where i didn't even watch the third part of the reunion because even the host was kind of like displaying a lot of favoritism towards the girl who initially instigated the fight and i didn't appreciate that but yeah that was a good moment that was like the one of the best reality tv moments i've ever seen honestly that's good that's good um i think one of my favorite moments was that uh i (laughs) tortured uh my three friends on this podcast and made an (laughs) escape room in my house which was not foolproof um i didn't test it because i of course i put it together at the last minute but i've been thinking about it forever um i was even ominously subtweeting and nobody noticed mira noticed <laughs> but, i did but um <laughs> i put together an escape room and realizing which was fun i got to watch you guys uh play the room but now i'm experienced and so uh there should be much more fun to come i love escape rooms i love mystery variety shows i watch all of them don't I don't care what country it is, and so getting to make my own escape room was really cool. But I also realized we've been like friends now for like over a thousand days, so that was really fun. So I'm excited. My MC skills have been uh, raised, so I'm excited for the next time we get to see each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my favorite moment. My turn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So mine was actually like I just love all the verses that have happened in quarantine. Like, oh my god, the verses are so entertaining. Like, the Brandy Monica one was drama and great, <laughs> and it was chaotic. And then the Gucci Mane and Jeezy one, I was like, oh, this violence. is going to get violent. It's going to be bad. And then the Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight one was just like two grandmas talking about what happened in the neighborhood over the weekend. It was it was so fantastic. Every verse has been great. And the Ashanti and Keisha Cole is coming up, and I will be there. It's fa- <laughs> like It's just like it's like versus is great because we're getting like every demographic like people like no matter if you were a fan of Keisha Cole or if you were a fan of Patti LaBelle it's like everyone's coming out of the woodwork it's so fun I love it have you been listening to the k-pop verses Mm-mm. there's k-pop verses yeah they yeah, do like, like a on... shiny and an infinite it's like a bootleg version it's not the actual mm-hmm. artist oh, but like gotcha. people picking out their songs they like an infinite i and heard about one. the shiny infinite one and people kept on saying they weren't playing the chaser and i was like yeah i'm not listening to this right <laughs> they were like they play none of infinite title tracks and none of shiny side tracks it's like i'm sorry you messed up <laughs> yeah that was kind of okay but you know yeah. what i would love to 
I mean, I would love to do a K-pop versus thing, or just like a K-pop like in depth. Like we do the the our monthly music podcast, but like something more a little in depth. Like just going over like a whole group would be interesting, or like doing a versus would be really interesting. Like a oh, see, we'd have to find a BAP fan, but like BAP times BTS would be too much. Ah, uh, that was Sarla drama. That right. would be very controversial. The the it, people people would freak out. It would be too funny, but yeah, that would be interesting. Oh, did everybody I, do their moment? No, I didn't. Okay. For me, it would have to be um, Biden winning. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I don't know if I could have done another oh, what, my God. eight more years of that. He who must not be named. Like, I just, <laughs> I could not. And I understand that Biden has his problems because he does. But it, it's I don't know same. what 2021 would have been like if Ugh. the other man won. No. Yeah. I mean, hey. Uh, Listen, we were less than a week into 2021, and an insurrection happened. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like, an insurrection. What did they think they were going to achieve? I, what did they think they were right? going to achieve? Like, and Let then you know have videos of them crying because they're on the no-fly list. Like, honey, you're a terrorist, <laughs> so of course you're not going to be on the no-fly. Yeah. You're not going to fly anywhere. The man who was like, you're treating us like black people. It was like, sir, no. you broke into a federal building. You broke into a federal like, building. They posted the pictures on Facebook. There was this idiot who broke into Nancy Pelosi's office and got on her computer and tweeted about it on a Twitter account that had his first, middle, and last name as the display name. <laughs> They really, they were just like, they this, they were like, okay, look, we're gonna get ready to go in, and then they got in. They didn't know what they were gonna do. They were like, well, exactly, we're in. they were just walking around. Oh, and um, <laughs> that cop, the black cop who um saved all them people's lives, all the senators' lives. Y'all need to yes. give him a raise or exactly. something, or more vacation time, because right, that could have ended very poorly. Right. right, people were literally walking around with zip, like heavy duty zip ties. Yeah, like, like what crazy. the fuck. Like, like y'all weren't even y'all weren't even organized enough. Like, who was the leader? If this right. was like an uh, this was an insurrection, who That's was y'all leader? That's why people said that there was people on the inside coordinating it with them. Oh my god! I oh think god. it came out that like they have videos of like guards like literally letting them in, and I think some senator literally called one of the people who were a part of the insurrection and told them that Nancy Pelosi was no longer in her office. Right. Like I heard my grandma talking about that this morning. So, what is her name? Our um, the senator from New York, the woman senator. Oh, she senator. Um, what is her name? Our AOC. Something. AOC. That's who I was. I don't know why I always say yes. AOC. She did a live, and she was talking about how she was scared. She thought she was gonna die because she thought there were gonna be other senators that were gonna expose her location. She was like. It, she's like this wasn't just like people attacking the capitol there were people in there who would have definitely there's even footage of one of the senators walking out of the building and then letting the insurrection oh, keep the door I heard open about that. yeah they wow. left the door open I was and like, stuff yeah. I was that was <sighs> my thing is too 
it obviously had to be inside cooperation because first of all, why was there no security in the Capitol after right. Trump has been tweeting several times, "Oh, see you on January fifth or whatever." Right. Like y'all didn't have like that doesn't make sense. None of nothing about that situation made any sense. Right, and a right. lot of the um the Capitol police were like, especially the black ones were like, they did not take this seriously. They were not telling us. Like, this is going to be, like, a whole bunch of people. We didn't have, you know, we got, like, warned that there were going to be, like, protests. But not people who were going to try to break into a federal building. I just, y'all are just dumb. Because, like, all y'all did was speed up the process of making sure Biden got elected. <laughs> honestly. Right. Honestly. Because now, look, <laughs> that man got impeached twice. That man got <laughs> like, impeached twice. <laughs> That's just crazy. It's just, like, because what... I just don't understand, like, how you thought that live streaming, taking pictures. That's what I'm saying. If you look at the situation from any angle, you're kind of just like, what were y'all thinking? (laughs) Like, what? They had, they were just, and the fact that they got in so easily, mm -hmm. like, the, it's, this is, yeah. And then they were over here talking about their revolutionaries. Baby, this is not 1776. Y'all are not (laughs) the the blue coats y'all think y'all are. Like, yes. And all of the Gen Z white people, can y'all stop trying to have a revolution? Because y'all aren't the ones who are going to die first. They don't come after our black asses. Like, there's a lot of Gen Zers on TikTok who are, like, allies to the LGBTQ, BLM, and they're like, we need a revolution. No. Bitch, you don't even know what a revolution looks like. Oh, and then (laughs) that one girl, that that one girl on Twitter. Saying black people, let's go to DC. Oh Everybody my was god! Like, what? <laughs> I was ready to fight <laughs> this <one> girl. <laughs> she was. Oh, ooh, I mm. wish she would have replied to me because I was eating her ass up in her quotes, bro. <laughs> I was just like, "What are you talking about? Like, you're dumb. You're calling people bitches, but you so, want us to go die." So, on, so, like. so, so, so to to keep everybody in the know because we follow because I follow Corey on Twitter and you not everybody or people who listen to this. There were some black activists who were calling for other black people to go to the Capitol, not to go to the Capitol and do anything, but they were like t- going to like the black areas around the Capitol because after the ins- insurrectionists get pushed from the Capitol, they're just going to go in a black neighborhood. Now I get that sentiment that you want to protect your people, but baby, sending a bunch of black people out in a crowd to another crowd of already agitated white races, is not going to solve anything. And then she was on this whole stick about, you know what? This wouldn't have happened. You know, we just, y'all just sit at home so much. Yeah, this that wouldn't was have so happened. Stupid. I was like, are we to blame for white races deciding that they wanted to go to the. No. She literally not. made a video talking about she was going to clarify what she said. And in her video, she starts off with, this wouldn't have happened. Like the people getting to the Capitol wouldn't have happened if black people didn't sit on their asses all day. And I'm like, what? so we're supposed to protect federal property now? Like that's our job as a race? Okay. Okay. That no makes sense. Like, built off the back of slaves, bitch. I hope all that shit burns. <laughs> right, like that. She that. Oh my god, I've never seen such a stupid person in my life. But okay. But yeah, that was that moment. <laughs> that was just so frustrating because, like, you ever seen somebody who was just so stuck in their opinion? You're like, yes. girl come on you're gonna endanger black lives sis like we're trying to protect you we're trying to help you out you're gonna die don't kill the rest of us (laughs) 
You know where black people were when this shit was happening at home. At you home, know, not where we well, should it's be. Not my fight. <laughs> what? Exactly. I'm gonna watch on TV like everybody else is. Exactly. Like talks about one, it. For I one, voted and did my job. Therefore, right. I am sleeping. <laughs> right. For once, this was not our fight. For once. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the thing. The thing is, like, what do you think is gonna happen when you bring? black activists to that situation the news is going to turn it around and make it seem like that was our fault oh or something God, they're like already saying something. they're already saying that isis could be a part of um which emboldened the insurrection yeah or that it was fucking what is the other terrorist group they always talking about q that... or no 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 um um it's not what the hell is it called? Oh, Antifa, Antifa, yeah. Antifa. Just like it's Antifa. Like the minute that the cap, the National Guard was finally brought into the Capitol, they were like, "Oh, it's Antifa." All of these the people thing- out here with Trump flags is Antifa. I don't think What's so. What's so funny about Antifa is like Antifa is literally meaning anti-fascist. Fascism is really bad, first of all, and Antifa is not a real group. There's not a group of people, so. <laughs> I like the Proud Boys. So. Right. Oh my God. Um. Also, people who live in Canada, can y'all stop pretending like the Proud Boys was founded on your land? <laughs> all these, <Ooh>. memes, <laughs> all of these memes from Canadian people acting like they ain't like racist shit when y'all treat y'all indigenous population like garbage. Let's not. Let's not. This also, is another to hype, not, <laughs> this is like unrelated but kind of related. Um, Republicans. Whoever is doing your marketing and advertising, fire all of them. <laughs> Just fire all of them. How are you going to put out ads that are smearing your opponents, but not even state your own name? Like, if I was somebody who was neutral and didn't have an opinion on either party, if I watch your ad about John Ossoff being a Chinese communist, <laughs> and you don't even say, oh, by the way, vote for Kelly Leffler. Like, I watched that ad, but I still didn't know who the candidates were on the Republican side to the end. Right. Where does that make sense? Sure. Like, fire out your whole marketing team, your advertising, like, fire all of them and redo that next that? time you have to run. Ooh. Oh, my God. They're like, John Ossoff is a Chinese communist, and he wants green energy and for- to protect the environment. And I'm like, It's okay. like, uh, that's good? <laughs> yeah, like, what? He's in favor of universal health care. And I'm like, oh, eh, um, eh. he's going to take away your private health care. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Living in Georgia during the off was wild <laughs> because, like, on the other this. hand, then you had all of the Democrats, um, ads being shady as fuck. <laughs> right. Oh, that one, um, Warnock ad where he was saying Kelly Leffler was shit, was dog shit or something. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my god, yes. And then we have a favorite pastime. Um, my favorite pastime has been just designing houses on this website called Floor Planner. Where you can like design your dream house. We're thinking about building a house on the farm. So that's what I've been doing. It's just designing this house. Um, we're gonna have um not gonna have wood flooring because we have a dog and that's really bad for your dog's joints. So we're gonna get wood tile. I made my dream kitchen. It's been great. That's like my favorite pastime to do. Um mine would have to be uh reading. I picked mm-hmm. up reading back up last year and I forgot how much fun it was. I finished I just finished two books called um uh The Inheritance The Inheritance Games. Inheritance? Yeah, games. And it's basically like um Knives Out mm-hmm. except 
um, the girl who wins all the money is a high schooler. It's just a random high schooler, and she's trying to figure out why. Basically, this man had a bunch of family, and he gave a total of three million, maybe in total, to everybody, and then gave her a billion plus, like Jesus all his estate, Christ. everything, every. He, she now owns his NFL team. She like she is somebody like that in my life. <laughs> and so she's trying to figure. And so the book is like her trying to figure out like why was she chose? Why was she chosen? And then there was another one called My Sister Is a Serial Killer. It's very small, but it's basically based. The story takes place in Nigeria, I think. And basically, her sister kills men and it's like it's just like a dynamic between the two sisters the book is very small um i wasn't really happy with the ending but you know we love black characters in a book and a black like uh somewhere besides like the united states kind of setting mm -hmm. nice. what about you, Nia? me uh question i don't know i haven't been i don't think i have a pastime i tried to pick up like reading and i that mm -hmm. just fell apart um <clears throat> I video games I've kind of I'm on like a lull moment now because like, I'm like more watching shows now and movies mostly shows mm -hmm. so in my free time I just watch shows so I don't really have a pastime per se uh it's kind of the same for me I've been kind of going through different pastimes so like at one point I was building a lot of like 3d puzzles and like doing the paint by numbers things and then I was like really into video games for a few months and then I fell off of that and then recently got back into video games again and then also just binging whatever I can find that's interesting. Yeah, that sounds about right. It'll be interesting to see what 2021 will get out of us. <laughs> and then the last thing I have on here is purchase. Um, Mine's probably my desktop. Uh, My laptop fell off my bed the beginning of the year and the fan is broke and i have yet to get it fixed but i went purchased an hp pavilion um laptop touchscreen is probably the best purchase i've ever done what about you guys i'm trying to think what did i purchase um well for me i guess all the little crafts i did i did the paint by number i did the the diamond art i think that's what it's called i keep calling it dot art but i think it's called diamond art and then just was there anything else that i did oh all my puzzles and oh. i finally got bored of all those puzzles and now i'm doing knitting no i'm doing crochet so that's it for um, me go ahead Chris. I'm trying to think i honestly bought way more things than i should have this year so i think for me next year is going to be not buying things uh but i got like lights for my room like smart light bulbs and so it's like very a small thing but it's really convenient to just like turn your lights off from your phone instead of having to get up and stuff mm, that's really cool nice and mine i bought a pixel 4a because my phone i don't even know what happened to my phone i think it broke or it stopped charging and that's also happening with my laptop. Yay! So technology, <laughs> literally with me, it's not like I have like a, a peaceful time picking out new technology. It's usually when something's breaking in on its last leg that I'm like, I gotta buy something today or else I won't have anything. So this laptop, I'm about to get another laptop. I don't know what I'm gonna get, but my phone I had to because it was dying and this one is dying too. So yay, forced purchases. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I suggest you could just join me and Corey in the 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 Lenovo the Lenovo uh laptop cult. Oh nice. Yeah, my cousin ended up getting a, a Lenovo too. Like I don't think he realized he got the same computer that I had. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Lenovo's are good computers. I well that was it for my list. Does anybody else have any more favorites that they want to mention? Um no, not really. I'm just happy that we all made it out of the year. Pretty safe, you know? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Like, yeah, it was, I'm not going to lie, pretty shitty, but in all, but we're all still here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, 2020 was shitty as fuck. I hope, um, even if your 2020 was shitty as fuck, that you will have a better 2021, even with all the chaos that is happening. Um, in the next upcoming weeks, more shit is said to be going down. So if you live in the States, please be safe. Please stay at home. Please wear your mask. Please wash your hands. And yeah, let us- also, <laughs> don't think you're about to be going out and living your city girl life this summer because we're probably not going to be, like, semi out of the house until fall. So right. just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm hoping to God that Joe Biden just shuts the shit down as soon as he gets in the office. But we'll see. Um, yeah, that has been it. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye. Uh, bye. bye.